0: Recorded live at 4ZZZ Studios, Meandran,
1: Brisbane. On 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the community radio
2: network. You're listening to Zed Games. Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Share your hot take?
3: Or do you just want to share your favourite game?
4: Find us on socials at Games (laughs) ZedGamesAU.
0: Hey, hey,
1: hey. Horse. It's Zed Games.
0: Where's Zed Games? Yes. I'm
1: Maylee. I'm Cam, And I am Peter. Hooray. Hello.
0: And we're here to bring you uh, another evening of gaming news, reviews, discussion. What Go- else? Goofiness. Goofiness.
1: I like goofiness.
0: Yuck. Yuck. Sounds like we'll have Gosh. that in spades tonight. Yuck.
1: <laughs> Nicky, you got into the public
2: domain. Yuck. Yuck. Yes. Yes.
0: How are you both tonight and what games have you been playing lately?
2: Well, I'm full of pep and vinegar. And I've been playing a lot of Super Mario Bros. Wonder, but we can talk a a little bit about that later. Indeed. How about you?
1: I have been playing Monster Hunter World again, ever since the Wilds announcement back at the Game Awards. Uh, Me and a couple of mates have been getting back into it. I've never played Iceborne, the expansion. They have, they say it's fantastic, and we've just gotten up to it, so I'm excited to be able to play with them. If you're listening, later tonight, get on.
0: (laughs) The the look in your eyes, you seem very serious. I would do it if you are one of those people. I recently, quite recently, purchased and started playing The Outlast Trials. Mm -hmm. um, And it's reminding me that I'm not good with scary
2: things. (laughs) Not good. Do you remember Um, that when you were looking at the page for this game and going...
0: No, I remember, man, I love Dead by Daylight and playing Dead by Daylight with my friends. Like, that's so fun. I want another horror game to play with my friends. I did forget... The fact that when i first started playing dare by daylight i got nightmares about it it was that. <laughs> i'm desensitized now i love it but there's a there's a bit you have to push through there uh it's a good game though mm. maybe I'll, I'll talk about it another week when i've played more beyond the first mission
2: fair enough
1: i have an easy solution for horror games just remember that you're the biggest mass murderer out there going into a horror game and that they need to be afraid of you am i yes Think of Me how
0: many or the character I'm playing in? Well, wow. d- depends. You shouldn't be saying this on the air. <laughs> this
2: is more of an intervention than an episode.
1: Yes. Think of how many other NPCs and everything else you've killed in how many thousands of games and whatnot you've played. You have killed more things than that person in that game ever has.
0: The other game mm. I purchased at the same time as the Atlas Trials was Calico, a cute game about running a cat cafe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think I'll kill anyone at all in that game.
1: No, That's lovely. Though. probably, You'd maybe not, I don't know, maybe I'll
0: never admit my my previous crimes <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just think of how many other Nintendogs have died since wow. it came out I, I can keep making this worse and worse Okay, and I'm going to play yep. the news we're going now <laughs>
0: Goodbye everyone
4: Recording from outside, I have touched grass And it is time for this week in gaming news Bobby Kotick is gone. The now former CEO of Activision Blizzard has officially stepped down now that the 2023 year has ended and the acquisition by Microsoft proceeds. He won't be the only executive level employee leaving with more expected depart as the transition process develops. Otherwise, the leadership teams for Activision Publishing and Blizzard will remain in place. The now vacant CEO spot won't be filled, and instead, executives will report directly to Matt Booty, president of Microsoft Games Content and Studios. Minecrafters, grab your picks! If you forgot that there was a Minecraft movie on the way, well, here's your reminder. And now you also know that Jack Black, who has played Bowser in the Super Mario Bros movie, will be starring as the main man himself, Minecraft Steve. You may also know Jack Black from a few other films. The movie will be directed by Jared Hess, known for Nacho Libre and Napoleon Dynamite. Jason Moore had reportedly been in negotiations to voice Minecraft Steve last year. The Minecraft movie has been in development since 2014, while filming began in December 2023. It is scheduled to release in early April 2025, meaning that it will have been in development for 10-ish years. It hasn't been the smoothest journey for the movie as a few directors have dropped out and the initial release date of May 24th, 2019, obviously not working out. The mouse is out. And a horror game has already been created within 24 hours of steamboat willie entering the public domain the game called infestation 88 has a terrifying depiction of the mouse hunting the play down in a spooky warehouse disney is rather infamous for its heavy-handed approach to protecting its copyright as the company has been reported to discourage a stonemason from carving winnie the pooh into a child's gravestone in fact steamboat Willie was initially set to enter the public domain in 1984 but the company lobbied u.s copyright laws to extend to the life of the author plus 50 years now that the fated day has finally arrived along with infestation 88 a horror movie has been announced as well as nfts created dubstep remixes mixed and just generally making the mouse do things that disney definitely wouldn't improve of the 2023 steam awards Let's round up another round of awards. The Steam Awards is pretty straightforward. Nominate your favorite games and then vote for them. Games also can't win more than two categories. Sit back and relax went to Dave the Diver and the Labor of Love Award was granted to Red Dead Redemption 2. Better with friends went to Lethal Company and most innovative gameplay went to Starfield. Outstanding Story Rich Game and Game of the Year goes to Baldur's Gate 3 and some news nibbles. Tina Butter, a Shiba Unu, will be participating in Awesome Games Done Quick, a charity speedrunning event. He is probably the first dog to get into speedrunning video games and he will be beating Gyromite in front of an audience. The PlayStation 5 has officially passed 50 million units, managing to sell 10 million units in the latter half of 2023. Square Enix has expressed a desire to apply AI technology more aggressively to create new forms of content for consumers with Square Enix president Takashi Kiryu saying, I believe that generative AI has the potential not only to reshape what we create, but also to fundamentally change the processes by which we create, including programming. And now for some upcoming game releases. January 11th brings War Hospital for the PC, PS5 and Xbox X. That's it for game releases. You have a week to work through your backlog before games start getting released again. That's it this week in
0: gaming news. You just got for fool! Boom. Oh my God, I can't even say fool. <laughs> Pity,
1: the fool. That I am. I have the fools. Yes.
0: Fools. Well, I Indeed. may be a fool, but I'm also melee. You are here for Zed Games, and I am with two fine gentlemen.
1: <laughs> Peter.
0: Yes, yes. And I just want to. I just came back in. Mm-hmm. I was gonna send everyone to music after the news, um, but I just wanted to share that I think it's kind of weird that jack black is playing minecraft steve it just seems odd
2: but you know i when i think jack black i think he really lends himself to the very distinct personality traits of minecraft steve which are um
0: name one name one personality trait that minecraft steve has
2: he's bipedal
1: Uh, (laughs) he can use an axe and i'm sure jack black has at least played one character in a video game Hmm. that has Hmm. used an axe Yes, like there's probably. an entire game about it He's or something. He's probably
0: used an axe in real life. He seems like the sort of guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, and he can play one, so...
0: I'm not to discourage his acting talents and oh his God, vocal no. range. He's, He's fantastic. He's very impressive. Yeah. Great and everything. Except it just it seems too straight.
2: What's the song he's gonna do for the Minecraft thing? You know, he really nailed oh, it with peaches, oh. peaches, peaches, peaches. He's gonna do creepers, creepers, creepers. Oh,
0: you should be working on the movie. That's oh, great.
1: Yeah. I mean, they've been working on it since 2014, so I'm sure they
0: have that, time you know, to write creepers, creepers, creepers. Yeah. You yeah,
1: haven't worked on it at this point. <laughs> in some, <laughs> th- capacity. I, th- I think everyone in this room has worked on it somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I mean, it's Minecraft.
0: Yeah, the one game to unite all of us.
2: Cause but it's be interesting because cool. Minecraft is not a game about a thing. It's about it's a creative tool set. I'm, I'm pretty else.
0: sure it's, it's about mining and crafting.
2: Yeah. Oh. It's about two things. Oh, mind blown.
1: Definitely. That's the only two things you can do in that game. hmm
2: Yep.
0: If you're doing anything else, you um, should go to jail.
2: Speaking of going to jail, isn't it good that Bobby Codex leaving? And who else <laughs> should leave the industry? Oh, yeah. oh my God.
0: <laughs> I'm glad. But also, mm-hmm. like, at this point, I don't care.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. I am interested to see what they come out with over the next two years and whether they actually innovate Call of Duty to not just be a wet fish slapping game.
2: Mm. Challenge laid down right there. Yeah. You're just listen to a sledgehammer. Coming back to
1: an actual Call of Duty, uh-huh. an actual game like they were originally, where there was a good, solid campaign that actually made you feel like you were doing something of worthwhile, rather than just skins... Maybe it's uh, an shooting each other about how all war is pointless. Maybe. I mm. mean, it is, but... Well, I love the days of when there was challenge between, like, Medal of Honor and Battlefield and Call of Duty, and they actually tried to be good military story games. I don't,
2: because I kind of skipped them all. I went, oh, it's a bit too dark for me. Aww. Are the Muppets in this? No, Did you ever play Bad Company 2? Uh, no, That I game was Bad hilarious. Oh, okay. It, it
1: was literally... We're gonna we're, we've we've heard that there's this military sort of private military that's shuffling gold out of this war-torn country that we're fighting in. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go to the front lines in that direction that the gold is, oh. and that's the whole point of it. Let's get the gold. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's pitfall. Yeah. Okay. And the, hence the bad company. Ah, it was a really
2: good one. Oh, I was like I, banned bad grandma or bad teacher or one of those things. Anyway. Yeah.
0: You guys are just... Uh, I, I hope it's coming through in, in the speakers because I'm just delighted to watch them ping-pong. It's <laughs> like a little it's tennis up. match over it's here. Pretty, it's great. Wonderful.
1: Definitely table tennis. One can, of those...
0: Can feel the passion. I should make a
1: game out of that. I know. It'd be so good. Something
2: with paddles, oh, specifically. Just it's simple simple graphics. Yeah, I'll get to work on it. Yeah.
0: I think you're listening to us, Zed Games, here on 4 Z.
2: Heckin' yes we are. Yeah. Damn right. Gosh. Mm-hmm.
0: And this is pretty rare, we're mixing it up, but we thought we'd talk about a video game.
2: I what? Huh? What
1: mm-hmm. are we thinking?
2: And here I was borrowing books from the library all week like a sucker.
1: Like a nerd. Choose your own adventure ones that feel like a video game but aren't.
2: How good were they, though? I still have mine. How annoying is it like, right? that the person who created Choose Your Own Adventure has been removed from all Choose Your Own Adventure books? Mm. Anyway... Copyright, people. Don't get me started. Speaking of cheesy chosen to have an adventure. I chose an adventure in, uh, not the Mushroom Kingdom, this other kingdom that's sort of to the side of the Mushroom Kingdom. Mm. Um the called Kingdom. Sure. Yeah. In Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Ooh. From, from this company called Nintendo. Hey. Now... Here's the thing, right? Yeah. Back in nineteen eighty five, as we all know, mm-hmm. Super Mario Brothers was released, right? Yes. It had a team of five people working on it. Which back then was considered a lot of people to be mm-hmm. working on a single video game, right? Yes. Five people. Here's the here's the really interesting thing to me, anyway, to me. Super Mario Bros. Wonder, of those five people that worked on the original Super Mario Bros., yep. four of those people are the names are in the credits of Super Mario Bros. Wonder. And the fifth oh. is still at Nintendo, just not on that project. Ah. Huh. Nintendo do things differently. They do. They keep people on staff for nigh on forty years and who are working on their craft and making better and better and better experiences.
1: Imagine that, investing in
2: people. I know, investing right? In Wild. Now, it's no, it's no secret that you know I work in the games industry. I've been working in it for like thirty odd years now, and I don't know how to do anything else. But in my in my line of work, being at a place for more than seven years is like massive. It's just not done. It's not because I'm like you know. It, not liking where I work, it's just the volatility of the Australian games industry. that it is It is basically playing Frogger all day. you are hopping from one place to the next. You don't get to nurture talent like you do at Nintendo.
1: No, it's just companies entirely build differently it's
0: yeah, really different.
2: yeah,
1: yeah, they make toasters. Yes, well, they did. I don't think they do anymore though
0: Toasters
1: yeah, oh yeah,
0: I don't. Um, Nin- no Nintendo
1: way. originally made toasters and
2: playing cards before video games
0: i you know about the playing cards i'd heard about that i don't i haven't how do i not know this
2: mm-hmm. yeah i'm pretty sure that you can still buy nintendo toasters with little marios on them anyway, oh, anyway
0: anyway oh yeah you would
2: super mario brothers wonder is a really good example of how nintendo is built different because it is a real evolution of 2d platformers now some of us might be not that impressed about the idea of a new Nintendo sorry a new 2D platformer Mm -hmm. since the start of this episode five new 2D platformers have just launched on Steam like it's that common right yeah but this one's really special because even it's called Super Brothers, Brothers Wonder because there is a sense of wonder in every level. There hmm. is something new to discover, and there's whole gameplay mechanics in each level that some developers would have made a whole game out of, but they just put it into one level, and they go, yeah, cool, that was a cool idea, and then throw it out. Yeah, just trying something new. Just trying something new, right? And that's what I really like about it. it it's to me and this is nerds out there are going to like crunkle their nose at this this is the star wars episode eight of nintendo mario games it okay. is the one that is willing to throw everything away in order to bold a new path for the future okay okay so you know it is willing to go all this stuff that we thought about mario games that we thought we needed doesn't matter right there is no timer there okay. is no um you, there was a New Super Mario Brothers, where it was multiplayer, but you all impacted each other. You got jump on top of each other and stuff like that. Yeah. They got rid of that. You can just walk through each other. Thank goodness, my God. I hated that bit.
1: Yeah, Um, that with kids I imagine would have been a
2: nightmare.
0: Are there any bits that they got rid of or or didn't have in this game that you were sad about?
2: Um, they got rid of the bit from Yoshi's Island where everything was drawn in crayon, but that was just my own personal preference. Um, I, I... I don't miss a lot of things in, in this. I in fact I wish they got rid of more. Mm-hmm. There's like things where you have to. Then they did this in Super Mario 3D Land and 3D World, where you have to collect a certain number of things from previous levels in order to unlock future levels. And to me, that just it just kind of bugs me after a while because it makes each level. It's not enough to finish a level. Yep. For me, in Super Mario World, it was the the challenge was finishing a level. And sometimes you find a secret exit, and sometimes you don't. But the the, the level itself was the challenge. Yeah. Not, I have to go find this wonder seed over here. Okay. I wish they got rid of that. Um, Maybe in a future Mario game they will, because I just like the idea of unlocking, just going through the levels. And then if you want to go back and find extra stuff, you can. One, the cool thing about every level in Super Mario Bros. Wonder is there is what they call a wonder seed. You can hunt it down and find it, and when you do, it completely transforms the level. Okay. It, so, instead of, like, a side-on, you're now looking at it from top down, or the Ooh. pipes start dancing, or the little flowers in the background start singing all the way through it. So, okay. is, or,
0: is that, an like, a, an essential mechanic that changed in a way you need to finish the level, or is it just something that you you could could you play a level without finding that you
2: can play the level without finding that but then later on you're going to get stuck unlocking like the boss level or the the gate to the next world or something like that so I wish that you could I wish they were more optional yeah but uh, it is what it is Um, yeah so I think oh the the other thing that I really liked though was the addition of badges we don't need no stinking badges but um, I like badges yeah badges are cool And they are different mechanics you can bolt onto your character, such as I can now jump twice as high, or I can do an extra wall jump, or dying at the bottom of the level doesn't actually kill me, I bounce back up. Or there's extra boxes around that I can use as platforms, or I can float, or I can, there's, there's like dozens of these things, right? And again, they're different ideas that other developers would have wrapped their whole game character around. Yeah. Yeah. But they're uh, like they oh. they're very. These are sounding very much like roguelike elements that are yes. being added in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Actually, that's a really good point. But not calling it roguelike to scare people like me off. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, then I go, oh, it's too complex. But yeah, it is absolutely that mechanic. Hmm. And I really liked it. A lot of them you can just, like, you pick one and I go, okay, I like floating. I'll just use that for the rest of the game. Yeah. That's fine. Um, there is a multiplayer component. Uh, you can play four player local, uh, which is great. There's like eight characters you can select from i just play as mario it's a mario game i'm um, you know you could be a Toad, you could be peach you could be daisy you could be yoshi there's a whole heap of little new characters that don't take damage so you can hand that to your you know kid brother or whatever and go uh-huh. okay you know you can play and not die and worry <laughs> yep. about dying um, accessibility
1: without claiming accessibility good yeah yeah. That's yeah
2: nice there's some good stuff there in, in that regard uh, i really liked but yeah, oh, sorry, the online multiplayer as well is also a cool idea. So while you're playing, you can see every other player in the world who is currently playing your level. Oh, They are kind of like faded out in the background, but you can still see them. Does yeah.
0: that get distracting?
2: It's actually really helpful. Oh. Because they, you can see them a little bit ahead of you, and they're doing this jump, and you're like, oh, there's a secret platform there. I'm going to jump up, and uh-huh. oh, I can unlock that. Handy. And also, if you get killed... You can you float around as a ghost for like five seconds, and if you touch one of the other online players, they bring you back to life. Aww, Aww, and you can send a little thank you emoji, and you know it's all very cute and sweet. Mario, the MMO.
1: I yeah
0: like
2: mario right? roguelike mmo yeah. i mean you can turn this off if you don't want it but i keep it on because don't it turn makes it off
0: it's incredible it's incredible
2: yeah. you know, it makes me feel not so alone when i'm playing video games and at two in the morning and there's <laughs> not much else going on in my life but anyway that's um yep. yeah but uh well, I, that's still a really
1: really great feeling and it's a great social way to play games randomly like we played kamazoo recently oh, as yeah. a group sort of thing and just having other people like i've gone back and played that game by myself with other randoms online you can't interact with them in any other way than what's in the game and it's a fantastic feeling
0: i playing outlast trials yep sometimes i'll see a stranger is in the horrifying torture labyrinth with me and
1: <laughs> that makes me feel secure? a little better yeah. i'm not doing this alone
0: <laughs> and then we run away into the darkness and i never see them again <laughs>
2: Like, we shared the meat grinder. That's yeah. Lovely. Yeah, oh, we beautiful. shared the meat grinder that
1: is Mario Wonder.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really do enjoy it. Like, I'm about, say, halfway through it at the moment. I think um, I want to see keep seeing more. Mm-hmm. I Let me put it this way. If you think you are bored of 2D Mario games or 2D platformers, I actually encourage you to try it out because there is enough new stuff there to go, oh, they're really playing with the edges of what this formula is. Yeah. And I really appreciate that.
1: They're trying new things. They're being innovative. Speaking of new things,
2: well... (laughs) Wow. Bringing it right back around. We
0: need those crickets.
2: Speaking of new things, though... Yes. This is the first Mario game in, like, almost 30 years without the voice of Charles Martinet as Mario.
1: I know, he's retired from the voice. Retired or pushed? I feel it's like he would, had had enough. Like, he loves Mario and he loves playing him, but I think he'd had
2: enough as well. Yeah. Yeah. At yeah. least it wasn't Chris Pratt doing the new no. Mario oh game. That was, do,
0: do you cool. know who it is? That's
2: it's good. it's this voice. I, I wish I had his name. He's just a regular voice actor, and I think he did an absolutely fantastic that's job. That's a big
0: shoes to fill. That Very is.
2: big red shoes.
0: Well, you heard yeah. it from us, unnamed voice actor. You did a good job.
2: Yep. Yeah, take that.
0: <laughs> take that. <laughs>
2: okay. I give it Mario out of 10. What what do you
1: reckon the chances are that eventually Mario will just have an open world Mario game I- where it's just
2: entirely 2D, but it's a Big, massive map. I actually see it in three D. They kind of hinted towards that with the Bowser's Fury stuff. Yeah, they were doing that. That's kind of like this is the future direction we're kind of experimenting with. Ooh, so that okay. feels
0: like it would be losing a big part of the Mario.
2: I know. And but just how much going will it into add to it?
1: Especially if they've got things like Zelda and stuff that have done it as well.
0: But that's me just thinking. Are they just doing it because it's? Been done well.
2: Well, let me put it this way. I, mean, I just don't like
0: fun, I guess. <laughs> it's, if,
2: if you were at Nintendo and your job was to make a game that had to sell a new $500 piece of hardware that was coming out this <laughs> year, you'd want to do a 3D Mario 2. Yeah. A 3D guess. open world Mario
1: roguelite MMO.
0: Yeah, I'd play it. And With just
1: Jack put ring on the end of it. Just like.
0: Okay, you win. <laughs> 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 um. Goodbye.
3: Oh my goodness, the cicadas are so loud. You know what, this is good. This is good because the theme of my game is outside because I'm reviewing this It is a meditative climbing game. I played it on Steam. I- got a code to review it. Basically, you just kind of chucked into this world and you have to climb and you have a rope and you have belay stations, but you don't have a belayer. You're climbing on your own. It is relaxing. It is relaxing. Except that it's not relaxing. Oh. Because the controls are a bit, the word I want to use is janky.
4: Janky. It's a good word. Yeah. And it does often describe a lot of issues with controls in some games
3: so the controls are dinky because you control your left and your right hand separately like you're climbing yeah what
4: happens to your legs
3: you don't control those okay they just move of their own accord you can jump you can do dinos. that's what we call them Uh oh i did not premise this for our audience i am a I guess I'm a professional rock climber. At yeah, this point. yeah, you
4: definitely are a professional <laughs> rock climber. You're on a whole team. I'm an
3: elite athlete. Yes, I'm on the Australian para climbing team, not paragliding. That's a
4: miscommunication.
3: Yes. so that would be pretty cool as well. That would be pretty cool. No para climbing. I'm disabled, so I did the disabled version of the sport. Anyway, that's why I'm reviewing this climbing game. Yeah. The climbing looks fine, right, because it's like left-right, 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 sure, that's what climbing is. I was talking to Toby a bit while I was playing it, and Toby had a similar sort of reaction to the controls, like it's not ideal, you know? Yeah. That moving left and right is actually quite difficult to learn how to coordinate, like I had to keep reminding myself left, right, left, right. Left, Which sounds right.
4: weird because like you just do that, but in yeah. a game space, it doesn't it's translate wrong. as easily.
3: It's like, you know when, you know when we were, Quop was really big? Yeah. It's like got that same energy about it of like, I have to move all the things, but it's only left and right. Mm. So once you get into the rhythm of it, it's really, really good. But because I was just trying to experience the game and I wasn't prepared for story you pick up letters along the way at different ballet oh. stations and they tell a story of like the people who were setting up the ballet stations because they're all abandoned and where they went and what was going on. Did I read them? No. Oh. Did I skim them? Some of them. But I was like when I was playing it, I was playing it because I wanted something meditative and repetitive. Yeah and not because I wanted a story. I'll go back and play it for the story. Yeah. I kind of just want to like sit in my room and climb a virtual cliff. Yeah. And it was good for that. But yeah, the left, right, left, right, left, right. I was sitting there in my chair. Left, right. Left, right.
4: (laughs) Which is kind of like meditation where you like, breathe in, breathe Breathe out, out. breathe Breathe in, in,
3: breathe breathe out. Yeah. Music? Beautiful. Sound effects? Beautiful. They use some of the climbing terminology. of like, yeah,
4: I know these things. For us, like, lay people who don't You'd really... It. You yeah. It's all
3: explained. Okay, nice. It's That's
4: good. It's all explained.
3: They'll be like, clip your carabiner into this. You're like, yeah.
4: I know what a carabiner yeah, is. Yeah, you know what
3: a carabiner is. A belay station makes sense.
4: A belay station makes sense. Yeah.
3: It doesn't really get any more technical than that.
4: Yeah. But still, it's like... So much fun. Yeah.
3: I think the moment I figured out you could make a giant rope swing, I was like, well, I'm not getting any further than this. This is it. I'm just going to sit here and swing. <laughs> and I, I did that for like a solid five minutes. I guess that's a testament to how satisfying they made that. Yeah. Because, like, it's actually a really smooth mechanic, that one. And it looks convincing. The climbing, yeah. Look, some of the ways that the character reaches for things... Say you have your left hand on, like, essentially the right side of your face, and then you want to move your right hand and it reaches over. It kind of looks awkward in the bottle. Or you could, like, your right hand... You could try and do it in a traverse so that you're always shuffling your hands, Mm -hmm. which is an ineffective way of climbing, but you can do it. Yeah. But that's also not as fun. I'm also the kind of climber that'll like reach over, which is terrible because I'm short and I have like a, a You need as much arm reach as you span. can. Yeah, so I should be matching. Yeah. I <laughs> feel like shuffling, but I'm like, ah, let me reach over. That's not how, That's the sensible way,
4: I'm putting that in quotation marks, that's yeah. not how you do things. No. You do things running style.
3: I do things running style. I've never been, I've always been a chaos agent. <laughs> and even in a, in a game that is meant to be for meditation and chilling and cozy, I'm still trying to find ways to like cause chaos. Do you feel like just gave you a lot of opportunity to create chaos? No, not enough. The chaos that comes from it is frustrating because it's you move too quickly, like when you're walking, mm. and you have no control over your speed, right? Right. And so, any sort of chaos is mostly because you've fallen off the side, not from the satisfying chaos. It's just oh, great. Yeah, you can break things. Break things. You can break pots and things, which There's is pots. like my favorite part of Zelda was always just like smashing pots. So I always check in games, if I see a pot, can I break it?
4: Yep, and then just something you can break pots. You can break
3: some things, some. not all things. Just try. What but kind of
4: things are there to break in the game? I don't really remember. Cause you mentioned, um,
3: I've been outside those, like, letters. touching grass for so long. <laughs> no, um, yeah, there are letters. The letters are at the belay stations. They're usually either in a chest or they're on a table. They are kind of easy to miss though, oh, because okay. there's so much clutter in, in the environment that you could just walk past them. And I think I did walk past one or two of yeah, them. Yeah,
4: especially if you're not looking out for them.
3: Yeah, because I didn't go into it thinking, there's gonna be a story, I yeah. need to find out the story. You're like, I just went into it being like, I'm just a climber on my own, I gotta get to the top. Did you get to the top? No, I haven't finished it. Aww. It's got about four hours of gameplay. That's a lot of climbing. And it's a lot of climbing. Yeah. Yeah, you could do big walls, which is kind of what this is like. You could spend four hours on a wall. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. No, that sounds... I mean, sounds... I would actually. I would. <laughs> <laughs> you could spend the night on the side of a wall. I haven't done that yet. The fear inside me of, like, don't fall. Make sure I'm clipping my rope at an appropriate time. Make sure I'm resting. Blah, blah, blah. All of that is still very real. That's a good thing. <laughs> Yes.
4: You want to feel
3: that fear. But I don't know if like, say if you played it, I don't know if you have that same thing. Because for me, I'm like, I was half in my climbing head, half in my video game head.
4: I mean, I've always been the type of person that if my character was on a wall edge or doing like a, a long climbing sequence, like Ratchet & Clank had a few of them. Um, Zelda. Zelda.
3: Zelda's a particularly good comparison, I think. I think the climbing mechanics, animation, and just, like, the, the thing that they did in it, in Zelda, is a lot better. Mm. Even though you're not doing left, right, left, right, you're just, like, moving yeah. up. I think that the climbing in that looks nicer, but just not, it's trying to do something different yeah. where you're actually climbing. And in ways, I think that that is better. I would like to see, like, them come together, you know? Something a bit more... Refined. Yeah. But still had that focus, that
4: meditative yeah. kind of... And to
3: approach. be fair, I was playing with a keyboard and mouse and it did recommend playing with a controller. My left, right was like the mouse buttons. Oh, that's
0: tricky. Do, that's tricky. Do,
3: do, do, Index, middle. Index, middle. Rather than... I think about a controller. You, you can, can probably, actually do left, yeah. right, left, right. So it makes it a little bit more... It fare. feels a bit more intuitive. Yeah. Thank you All for right. that review, Ronnie. Thank you. We'll give it back to you, Meili. Bye.
0: Thank you for giving it. They said they gave it back to me. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Thanks. Nice when you get back. stuff back. I they caught nice. it, and I definitely did not drop it while catching. Uh, yeah. It's fine. And there now was I'll no be- fumbling. No. We're coming towards the end of the show now. Oh, no. Tragically.
2: Always disappointing. It is. This should be a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week show. I'm just saying. Just throwing it out there.
0: Do you think we w- maybe would need some more people for that? Eh. Yeah. No, we could probably... Eh, yeah, we
2: could okay. Yeah, I mean. Well,
0: we'll talk to <laughs> 4 triple Z about taking over the whole...
2: 4 triple Z games? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Mm.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Anyway, no. before we go, I wanted to bring up mostly because I like to talk about the games that I like, but also it's it's the first show of the year, and yep. I I wanted to share what games we're looking forward to coming up this year. Who wants to go first?
2: You can go first. you
0: damn, one spot. I'm most excited for Frostpunk Two, mm-hmm. mm. which is the sequel to Frostpunk One. Oh, would you know? Frostpunkier. Yeah. Well, mm. uh, that's what they're saying. Um, it's coming out
1: in probably the
0: in the first half of 2024. That's what we've been told. Yep. No specific date, but I'm very excited. If you like city management games.
1: I very mm. much do. It's there very There was good. one that recently came out uh, on Steam that's a roguelike city management game. Oh. Mm. I cannot for the life of me remember the name of it. It's Storm something... Mm, I'll have to yep.
0: get you to tell me later because that sounds like I'll
1: have to find it. But yeah, no, it's a roguelike, so you go from map to map, getting newer abilities and building up different components. But you're only supposed to spend 20 minutes, half an hour on this little map building up what you can.
2: Mm. Oh, that would drive that's me nuts. Cool. No, I get a ta-
1: I, I choose a map in SimCity and that's it. That's my. That's <laughs> oh, Trust my me, I've spent probably close to 600 hours on one playthrough of Anno 2070. Mm-hmm. So, you get yes, it. I, I get it.
0: What, what game are you looking forward to this year?
1: The one game that is on my list so far that was originally twenty twenty four twenty three, then 2025, now 2024, uh, is Space Marine 2. Mm. September, me and my brothers will defend the Imperium.
0: You showed us a little bit of gameplay. It looks very pretty.
2: It does. Lots of blood, lots of guts. What can't do you s- have? Oh well, I'm lucky enough to be looking forward to what I know for a fact will be game of the year 2024. Bold claims, which bold is, claims. Uh, Larmasoft, the Jeff Minter story, coming from Digital Eclipse uh, later this year. It is a retrospective of the first indie game developer Jeff Minter's work, who's been making games since 1982 and is still making really cool, weird, trippy, psychedelic games involving sheep and llamas. Mm. <laughs> and I love, I love him, and I think I love his work, and I can't llamas. wait, cannot wait. I want to play Sheep in Space on my Switch, where you're a sheep in space. That sounds incredible. Descriptive. Hmm. Well, I Accurate.
0: Think we'll have to leave it there for tonight, but we will um, see yep. lots more of you in the year to come. Yay! 2024, Happy New Year. Yes, everyone Happy
1: listening. New Year to everyone that is a gamer. Fair and well. not
2: Happy and, New and Year to people who aren't.
1: Hopefully you become a gamer in 2024. Encourage those that don't game to find something that they love hmm. and can share that passion with all of you. Like yes. Sheep in Space. Yes. Off we go. Bye, I love you.
0: Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, you can
4: find us on the Community Radio Plus app or find us on socials at Zed Games AU. See you
1: next time.